welcome, welcome, welcome to season number two of the Go For Two podcast. I am your host, Jackson Wallace. I got my friend, my buddy, my pal, Lucas Avery. What's up, Lucas? How's it going? How's it going? All right. You know, okay. I'm, uh, uh, upgraded. I upgraded this week. We noticed we've gone from, uh, yeah. or not this week, this episode. It's it's the next day. We recorded Hometown Heroes yesterday. By the way, new segment of Hometown Heroes that we're just starting to do on here. So, or we're doing it separately now. Right. right? So we had it in the pod and we pulled it out because it was taking too long and people were complaining because they didn't want to hear about the two best teams in the NFL. But we don't like those people anyways, but we still care about their views. Losers. All of them. We do. We don't. We don't get a lot, so we need them all. Yeah, we, um, we need every little bit. Anyways, of them. so in that, in our hometown heroes episode that comes out this week, which we recorded yesterday, I was drinking orange juice out of the jug. All right, it wasn't just a regular jug; it was a whole gallon. Yeah, yeah. That's a big so we had it, it's it's quarantine season. All right, so we got out here. So anyway, <laughs> so I've upgraded to the baby bottles of the Diet Mountain Dew. I like so. it. I got a uh, got a Gatorade Zero. You know, it's also like it's also like half frozen. So if y'all see me flip out and spill stuff everywhere, mm-hmm. just laugh at me. But you know, it's all good. Gonna, Yo, so if Gatorade or Mountain Dew want to sponsor us, we will do anything, anything. If y'all want to send us some Gatorades, send us. I some got Mountain two problems with what you just said, Jackson. What? Number one. Okay. What? What you got a problem with? What does Gatorade or Mountain Dew want with us, bro? <laughs> Nothing. All right. Currently, All right. number Nothing, two. We're gonna look back on this episode. Is what? the amount of creepiness that came through when you said anything? No. I'm willing to do anything, bro. Twenty bucks, twenty bucks. All I got to say is that that's a cheap sponsorship deal, bro. <laughs> Obviously, I think we anyways, asked for a little more than twenty. Anyways, welcome back. All right, it's been it's been a minute. It has okay. been a hot minute. Uh. I will tell this story again for those that do not know because they didn't watch the Hometown Heroes episode because they don't want to hear about the best two teams in the NFL. Um, Mr. Jackson here has literally been texting me like every day for like two months. He's like, let's start the pod back up, man. And I'm like, we can't start the pod back. We have a date set aside to start the pod. And he's like, no, let's 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 go ahead and do it, man. All this stuff is happening. And I'm like, we're going to come out with the pod. And then the next day, like before we can even upload it, something else is going to happen. And it's just we didn't have a good schedule going. And we're in the middle of the Corona apocalypse. All right. So there's all kinds of stuff going on. We don't know what's happening. No one knows what the world is coming to. We're all on lockdown. I talk to my fish when I get bored. OK, that's what's happening right now. <laughs> We're talking to Marlon over there, bro. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, but, yeah, I literally so have anyway. not left you alone in the past. Yeah, like two we were months. literally supposed to. We were supposed to do this episode next week. We were. So he got me to do it a week early, but that's all I budged. All right, I'm just pretty firm, bit. pretty firm. But I just one week, one week. Yeah, man, we're out here in the middle of the Corona apocalypse. We don't know what's going on. We don't know what's happening. Uh, obviously, it's been changing the world around us, as we know, especially in sports. Um, so we, I figured, uh, and we figured together, you know, what better time than to bring some entertainment to you guys? You know, there's no games on right now. Are we going to have a season? We better. It's um, so dry. It, it Yeah. It's so dry. It's very dry. I know everybody's sick and tired of hearing about it. Uh, I know I am, too. Yeah. Uh, uh, but anyway, so we thought we'd bring out something different, something a little different to listen to in the car other than, you know, how many more cases are happening. But anyway, 
Thank you guys for uh, giving us your time and showing up and, and listening to the podcast. Yeah, preach, 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 preach. So we got we got a we got an action packed show. Uh, yeah, this ain't gonna be today. forever. All right. I hope you're. I hope you guys are like backpacking across the whole Rocky Mountains, mm-hmm. or you're like driving cross country. Okay. All right. Or maybe maybe you're swimming across the Atlantic. It's gonna take that long. It really is. A lot has happened since the Super Bowl, since season one. We got some. We got some cool stuff here for season two too, as well. Two 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 two. Um, I know, right? <laughs> I just I said it. And I thought about it. I was like, ooh, oh my gosh, man. But uh, yo, what's up, Lucas? As you're drinking your, are you? I can't you, get it to open. It's half frozen, so it wants to explode on me. Oh, well, so we, like I'm gonna be messing with this for the whole pod. All right, the episode will be done recording, and I still won't have this top off. But know that I'm trying. I'm doing my best. Okay. If you guys want to see Lucas successfully open up the Mountain Dew, little baby Mountain Dew, you should go on to youtube.com slash go2podcast and watch the video format. Yeah, if you're not watching the video format anyways, like, why are you here? You know who does watch it? Our man Casey. Shout out to Casey, the loyal subscriber. we don't have anything from Casey, do we? Since it's week one, we haven't come out with any episodes. Oh uh, no, he did one. Yo, he he did actually. He did say one thing, Lucas. He did say one thing. Cause I talked to him a couple days ago, and uh, he, okay. he he wanted to point out that the XFL is not returning next year, and that he's extremely oh, sad. Oh yeah, about they it. just like shut down or whatever, right? Filed for bankruptcy. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. I'm going to assume that has something to do with like the coronavirus, literally mm-hmm. cutting the season short. For sure, all that stuff. That that makes sense. Uh, but you know, wasn't going to work anyways. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like we all I feel like everyone just kind of knows that like these off brand NFL leagues just aren't going to work. Yeah, but he did say one, one good thing. The most. Go ahead. For sure. For sure. Actually, I actually think our friend Austin went to one of them, one of the games recently. Anyway, um, but he did say P, I think his name is PJ Tucker. I don't know. Don't get I, I could be slandering maybe? the name. quarterback. Yeah, yeah, I think it was the undefeated team, the Houston team. He did say that and I did see this. That he got picked up by Carolina. Yeah, some players, so I guess some he's players be, did get. I guess up. he's going to get be competing for the starting job with Bridgewater. I don't think he's gonna really going to win it, but he got picked up by Carolina. There's a couple of different players that got picked up with different teams, but I know he's been kind of like the standout. So that's what we have from Casey. Thank you, Casey. Success. It's open. <laughs> what time marker is that? <laughs> Five minutes and thirty-four seconds, or whatever it was. <laughs> Skip to well, it. it, to it. Open it. Yo, the trick for those that are wondering. All right. Mm-hmm. I know this is a football pod, but this is a life lesson people need to know. All mm-hmm. right. You just crack it a little bit. All right. Not so much that it just <laughs> right through the right through the roof. Right. You know. Uh, you can do you that just, sound effect one more the time. The tiniest amount. No, 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 no. One time. Right. <laughs> tiniest amount. Anyways, Jackson. Yes, sir. Uh, so we do have some stuff to get to. All right. So like, like I said earlier, it's going to be Just a crazy long things. episode. We got to get through the. Pre- so are we through with the preliminary stuff? Can we get yeah. to the? To let's the get meat? to let's get to the meat and potatoes. <clears throat> of it all of it. What would you say was the most talked about thing this whole time in the NFL since mm. like the season ended? Honestly, almost since like. Even before the first round of the playoffs was over. Yeah. Uh, it has to do with the GOAT, um, number 12, TB12, which is Tom Brady. Where was he going to land? Where was he going to go? Is Was he going to stay with the Patriots? Is Was Bill Belichick uh, a determining factor in him um, questioning whether if he should come back or not? 
because uh, because you brought this up and Lucas, I'll give you credit. You brought this up episode six or seven, like early on in the podcast last season. And you said yeah, there's a lot of those. There's yeah. a lot of me bringing stuff up and it come in. You tend to be right. I think we might need to start calling you the day, the prophet. OK, so you brought it up. Okay. I'm giving you credit where credit is due. I don't do this very, very often. So I'm going to give this to you. OK, um, he brought this up like episode six or seven. It looks like, you know, Brady sold his house. This man cleaned out his suite at Gillette Stadium. I think it's going to happen. I'm like, no, 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 man. I just can't picture Brady in another uniform. I can't I can't picture it. I don't, I don't know why. It just it doesn't make sense to me. It's like seeing Kobe in like a Clippers uniform. Like it, it just wasn't going to happen. OK, uh, speaking of R.I.P. Rest in peace, Kobe. That happened since, you know, it's just been oh, terrible. 2020. Terrible. Yeah. Was, this year is just y'all like, like, I mean, Nashville got hit by tornadoes. Then the Corona apocalypse happens. And then Chattanooga, yeah. big city in Tennessee just got hit by tornadoes like two nights ago. My sister's best friend or one of her best friends there like has a tree through her kitchen. Dude. Wild it's stuff. Been, I'm telling it's, you. It's been insane. I mean, Australia was on fire for a while. I mean, oh, yeah. 2020 is off to a rush start. We're hoping to, we're hoping to restart the engine and bring it back with the Gopher 2 pod. Give you guys some good hey, stuff. Man. Hey, all, all I'm trying to say, overpopulation, the world's just taking care of itself, all right? You know, sir, you just, just Thanos was swatting right. Swatting the gnats. Swatting the gnats. Hey, Infinity Stones. I like the reference. I love it. Yeah, you got it. You got it, man. But yeah, speaking of, the, the owner of the gauntlet, okay, Mr. Brady, six rings, okay, decided so, he wanted to go somewhere else. Didn't he, Lucas? He did. And, and like, the wildest thing about it is he went to the weirdest place. Like, I did not... I would have never found it makes sense. Well, it's like like it makes sense. It's like, oh, he's gonna go and he's got all these weapons. Mm-hmm. He's got a coach that I would say is a good <coughs> coach, right? Yeah, oh absolutely. They've got uh plenty of draft capital. They had the cap space for the man, like it makes sense. I just if you had just if you had told me like a year ago, like, hey, Tom Brady's gonna be a buccaneer next year. I would say you were honest in Florida. Yeah, you've been absolutely out of your mind. Like, why would why would Brady go from the cold climate over to Florida? Why would he leave? Why would he leave the organization he's been with for 20 years that he won six championships with? Been to nine of them. Literally won two thirds of the championship appearances that he's been at. For the Bucks. So, like, something I touched on earlier in the year was uh, I definitely believed that Brady always had, because, you know, he's a competitor, mm-hmm. and he's the GOAT, all right? And so, being the GOAT, you got some pride. And so, right. you know, for 20 years, he's got people saying it's not him, it's Belichick. Yeah. Oh, he, they've got Gronk. Oh, the defense carried him. Stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, um, also Tampa Bay is a, a pretty good defense. And everything's good about him. So, he's going to go. He's going to have a, a decent defense. He's going to have offensive weapons that he's never had in, you Mike, know, in the Patriots since, like, Randy Moss. Yeah, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. So, um, it makes sense. But I was really, like, I was expecting him to make a move so that he could kind of prove you know prove to himself even probably that he's the goat and he doesn't need anyone right like like he can go do it somewhere else and then you got his family i'm sure they want to they'd rather be chilling it at the beach you know instead of sitting in the snow every day yeah all right a change of scenery would be nice i mean they stayed in new england for so many years because of tom Mm -hmm. and um 
and like he uh an interview a new interview just came out with him and he said that like he knew i'm sorry by the way i can't remember who who's like show or whatever he was on but yeah he said that he knew that the relationship was over with he knew he was going to go be going somewhere else right Mm -hmm. um and also he talked about him and his family and him and his wife have had some problems like because he is the goat and the reason he's a ghost because he is inseparable from football and so like I wonder if even that played some aspect in it. It's like, okay, like Probably. you have given yourself nearly a hundred and twenty percent to the game, and it's like you want to make me a little happier, put me on the beach. Yeah, put me I'm on the beach. I'm a supermodel and I belong on the beach. That's right. Put me on the <laughs> beach. And and speaking of his deal that he got with Tampa Bay, two years, fifty million dollars, so twenty five million dollars a year, fully guaranteed. I feel like that's a steal for the goat. I thought it was a Correct me if I'm wrong. This just off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. I thought it was two years, forty million fully guaranteed with ten million in incentives. Not a thousand percent on that. Is that not what it is? Fifty million guaranteed. I don't believe you. Um. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, no, no, that's no. fine. Um, it's not that bad. Also, with the no trade uh, clause. Oh, that's cool. Um, obviously, like with how much money he got guaranteed. He's not going to get more than 25 mil a year, especially with how old he is and stuff. There was a lot of rumors he was going to the Titans. Him and Mike Vrabel yeah. were FaceTiming, all right? My, my, my man's was at a basketball game, FaceTiming Vrabes. Yeah, y'all right? were kind stuff, of, you, you, you're, you're doing spooky. the happy dance. I don't know. It, one day, you know, I'd wake up and I'd be like, ooh, Tom Brady. And then the next day I wake up and I'd be like, Man, we just got to keep Tannehill, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> trying to mess but um, it was wild. Uh, rumors of Chargers and rumors of Colts. Yeah, those are two heavy rumors. Raiders was a was a rumor. Like all this, all this stuff going on. Could you People, imagine Brady in Vegas? Like that's that just so seems weird. it seems so anti Brady because Brady's like we're doing yeah. work. This is what we're doing. Like he he flies. What's gonna be like that in Florida though? You he flies I mean? his receivers every year out to like the cabin in the woods for two weeks or for a full week, and they're like, all right, here we're doing. We're running routes. We got pads. Like this is what we're doing. It's all football for this week. Right. Yeah, people are gonna be partying in in Florida. Though. He's gonna be in the scene. He's gonna be hanging around South Beach. So yeah, I, I actually. Fun fact real quick. I actually seen a, a chart today on Twitter, I believe it was, and it was like showing why people, why players get in trouble, like uh, banned substances or PEDs or marijuana or alcohol and stuff. Yeah. And I think Tampa Bay was number one in marijuana. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 uh, that does not surprise me at all. But yeah, I mean, Tampa Bay, man, I mean, you, you, you just said it. I mean, Bruce Arians, right? Incredible head coach. He's got a, a, an amazing... Uh, uh, quarterback pedigree career, right? Think about the last guy he was, one of the last guys he was with, uh, Kurt Warner, right? Going to the end, going to the Super Bowl. Um, Hey, Jameis Winston had a great year stat wise. If you ignore the interceptions, yeah, if you you (laughs) ignore the interceptions, I mean, mean, what he's a lead passer, um, and up there with touchdowns as well. I mean, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin were fantasy like must haves last year. So I mean. You Bruce think Brady is a fantasy doing. must have this huh? year coming up? You think? You think Who? Brady's a must have in fantasy? I think he's going to be a. I don't know, man. I think people think he's going to be a sleeper, and I feel like he's a steal in like the fourth or fifth round. I feel that. You know what I mean? It's nice. It's it's pretty crazy though. Like 
just the fact uh, they they even came out with new uniforms. I wonder if that was part of it. You know, Tampa Bay came out it's with new a re, uniforms. It's a re, like, yeah, it's a re-imaging, right? It's turning of the page. It's a new chapter in, right. in, the, in Tampa Bay culture and Tampa Bay history. Well, I was wondering, uh, do players, they probably don't. I'm assuming players don't really get money for their jersey sales, do they? Uh, actually, I don't know. I'd have to go back and look at it, I think. Well, even even if they don't, like, can you imagine being the GM of the Bucks and you're like, I'm going to give Tom Brady what he wants. We're going to come out with new uniforms and we're about to make a killing because everyone's going to go buy a Brady jersey. Everyone will be buying a Tom Brady. Yes. Did you have Tom Brady jersey. fans out of state that are coming? Like, you're yes. increasing your fan base so much. And and the it's receivers wild. and everyone on that team is going to listen to Tom Brady. You, you oh, listen yeah, to the go, and, period. And like, a, practices exactly. are going to be a million times better. Right? You know, that's what like you worry tempo. about a lot of times, like, with bringing a uh, – with bringing a quarterback in, especially like a younger one, like drafting one, like yeah. they're they're not as assertive and stuff. I feel like, yeah, but Brady's gonna get his, and you're gonna fall in line, or you're you're out. Period. What do you think about um? Do you know like how much do you think this quarantining deal like affects Brady in terms of like being able to work with his people and learning the playbook? And I think it affects work, everybody in the NFL, especially Brady. This is Brady. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like like we just said, Brady likes to fly his receivers out to a cabin in the woods, and they literally they go over film. I watched the uh, the TB12 like little mini docu series on Facebook. Give it a look if you guys haven't already. But. He like you, you'll go and you'll see what they're doing. They go over film. He's wearing pads. They're doing drill after drill after drill, route after route after route. And he's giving like pointers like, OK, you should be here. And no, we want this timing to be like just like this. Like he works with his guys like and, and he loves his own line. He takes his own line out to dinner all the time. Like he connects with his players. So I'm sure it's affecting him quite a bit, especially more than Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston. <laughs> Poor Jameis. Not did even, you see, did you see the post right he now. put out? He put About, out this, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was like, man, I guess kudos to me. The only way I was going to get out of Tampa was from the GOAT. And I'm like, uh, I don't know about that one, buddy. But <laughs> okay. He was talking about like being in the MVP conversation and stuff like that. The guy's wild, bro. Isn't he? some wild stuff. I mean, he stood up on a table, you know, in college and said some... He said some things. Some, yeah, said some things. <laughs> um, I mean, if you, don't look at the inter- yeah, if you don't look at the interceptions, I mean, great. Yeah, it looks Last great, year. bro, you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, if you look past his terrible attitude, he's a cool guy, too. There you go. <laughs> um, so, other than Brady, like, Brady was a huge free agency signing. There's been some other big ones, right? Breeze re-signed. I know that was a question we talked about. I don't remember... Honestly, if I probably said one episode thought that he I might thought he retire. would come back. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I was about to say, and then probably the next episode, I was probably like, you know, I think Tom Brady's going to, or sorry, Drew Brees is going to leave because you just didn't know. All right, there was rumors about him yeah. signing TV deals, which he's done for when right. he retires. Which is right, wild. exactly. That well, that, and then you had the element of Bridgewater, right? Bridgewater comes in on the team mm-hmm. and, and takes them, I think it was their 4-0 with Bridgewater. Um do the four yeah, and probably, five and a four and oh five. This probably one. wouldn't have happened, but I think it would have been cool if like he went to the Chargers, like go back. Yeah, and then one, and then one, like just came full circle with him. That would yeah, be that, crazy. Like, that would have been cool. That would have been a cool story. Uh, um, Amari Cooper 
Right? With the Cowboys? Yeah. Cooper, Big we deal. signed him. Five-year, $100 million deal. I talked a little more in depth about that in our Hometown Heroes video. Um, yep. Tannehill signed with the Titans. Tannehill signed. We, we franchise tagged Dak as well, but he still hasn't signed yet at this point. We so. franchise tagged Derrick Henry, and he did sign because we don't draft people like that, Jackson. All right? Titans got a culture. Oh, so he did sign? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he signed his tender. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect, perfect. I think um, working out a long-term deal. What um, else? Y'all got Byron Jones, right? Y'all left. He went to Miami. Yeah, I went he to Miami. Highest-paid cornerback now in the league. Uh, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, they made some big splashes too. They really uh, did. Bridgewater to the Panthers. Yes, yeah, so you got. Think. Oh, side note. Think about the NFC South quarterbacks right now. Okay, you got Bridgewater in Carolina. Okay, last time we saw him last season, he led the Saints to a four or five and zero start. Okay, played incredibly well, was competing for the starting job. If Breeze decided to retire, he would have been handed the keys to New Orleans. So he's just kind of that guy. Then you mm. just th- you think about Drew Breeze. You don't really have to say much about him. I mean, all time league passer. He's got records upon records upon records. Um, then you think about in Atlanta. You just you got Matty Ice. Okay, he's no scrub. He played decent last year. They were played by injuries. Sometimes he's good. Sometimes he's bad. He's a weird guy. You know what I mean? But he has that MVP caliber performance potential in him. And then, oh, guess who just joined the conversation? The GOAT. Tom Brady. (laughs) So, I mean, you look at those quarterbacks, and I am really excited for the NFC South next year. I think that's going to be the hardest decision for me on who's going to win that division. You know, I didn't think about it, but even that could play a role in him going to Tampa Bay. He's like, I want to, I want to go, and I'm gonna prove that I'm better than the other best quarterbacks in the league. We Although, get Breeze versus Brady. Best, we get Breeze versus Brady twice a year now, which is wild. That's all I want. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I mean, want, we're only man. gonna get that for two years, probably. So yeah, but it's more than we've gotten before. So we I, gotta make it count. That's right. Uh, Philip Rivers to the Colts. All right. Yeah, big splash over there. Well, I mean, like, like I didn't want to, you know, the Titans obviously were looking at quarterbacks. Uh, well, we said we weren't, that we were just focused on getting Tannehill. But let's be honest, we looked at everything. You look um, at your options and evaluate as you need to. Exactly. And, I like, I didn't want Phillip Rivers, but I hate that the Colts got him. Because there's something about this man, Phillip Rivers, all right, stiff as a board, can only run, like, half a mile an hour, and this man just throws the ball down the field on the Titans all day. Every time we play. He brings that energy too, man, to his team and to his teammates and into the locker room. Like, he is just full of, like, mm-hmm. we're going to go and do it to him every single time. He loves um, football. He, he does. He's, he's a big-time competitor. He I know he he's choked a lot in the past with, with San Diego and subsequently L.A. Um, very successful regular season quarterback. Not so much in the past couple of years, but um, can he – do something in the playoffs with a uh, a young up and coming team with the Colts. Yeah, what Question what else we got? we got? We got Gurley went to Atlanta. I was about mm. to say, yeah, Gurley went All to right. Atlanta. So I mean, they released Devonte Freeman. I think, for, as far as I know, he's still a free agent. Um, but they Melvin pick up Gordon went to the yeah, Broncos. He yeah, Gordon he went to, to the Broncos, Broncos to be the backup behind Philip Lindsay, which is wild. Yeah. So I guess maybe he thinks he can compete for the starting job and play against the Chargers. Um, well, he Austin said that Eckler. he went there so he could play against the Chargers. Yeah. But it blows my mind that he held out like that. And then it hurt him. I mean, that you, yeah, you get your job taken. Le'Veon Bell's washed, bro. 
His own team doesn't even want him right now. Yeah, the Jets don't want him. They were trying to trade him at the deadline last year. Um, but yeah, no, Todd Gurley up in Atlanta. That's a huge addition for them. Um, gosh, what else? There's been there's been all kinds of signings everywhere. I know we're we're definitely missing some. I mean, Robert Quinn. He was our league, our not league, but team leading sack leader. He went up to join Chicago. Oh, Nick Foles over to Chicago as well. We'll talk about that later in the pod. We got a full segment. Yep, but, um, yep, yep. He's over there in Chicago. So Gardner Minshew, the starter in, in Jacksonville. Um, gosh, man. And there's, you know, some other little dinky. Do- oh, Randall Cobb, the Cowboy. He went to Houston. Um, we got some Houston trades we're going to talk about later in the show as well. Um, but, dude, a lot of free agency moves. I feel like this year was one of, like, the biggest free agency, like, kind of carousels around the league. It's kind of like a bit of a shakeup. Um, you think everywhere. so? I feel like there was a bunch of re-signs, but like overall, like in terms of team of players actually leaving, I felt like it was slow, especially after day one, just because of the Rona. So like people can't get physicals well, and stuff like that. that I mean, like but, Clowney's still out there. Yeah, but I mean, like in terms of like big names and especially quarterbacks. Um, you know, like I mean, Brady not, left. We're not going to see Brady left. You got Bridgewater over in Carolina now. Um, I don't got, think he's that. He's that great though. They gonna lose a lot of games. Possibly. They gonna lose a lot Foles of Foles in Chicago. This and Rivers up in the Colts. Like it's just, it's like a, it's like we're we're shifting quarter a quarterback era, you know? Because I feel like over the past like eight to ten years, you kind of you've had like these bigger names that have been kind of staples within the league, and mm-hmm. the new generations coming up. Those older yeah, guys are, fault, are 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 being replaced. You know, Eli, Philip Rivers, um, Brett Favre's not in the league. Manning's not in the league. Brady's about to be done. Breeze is about to be done. Uh, Man, it's so sad. Roethlisberger, you, stop, stop! It's so sad. Stop it! Stop it! It's terrible. <laughs> I want to hear saying, that. We're the we're in the midst of a change in the NFL. Well, look, look, we're talking about changing quarterbacks and everything. All right, let's talk about Cam. All right, because because okay. you know all through all through season one of the pod. All right, yeah. you're just you're just riding this man's back everywhere he goes. All right, you're just right there with him on his side all the time. Ooh, Jackson, number one Cam Newton fan. All right, and it is aggravating. Oh, by the way, you, I told you he's Cam not starting New- for the Panthers anymore, bro. I told you that. I told you he wouldn't be starting for the Panthers, and you laughed at me. I don't think that's how it went. That's definitely how it went. Go back and listen to it. I said he would not be starting for the Panthers next year. And you're like, what? Jackson, I don't think you understand the value of a good quarterback because you, as a Cowboy fan, have been blessed for years and years and years with good quarterbacks. I've been stuck with Mariota. And so when you have news, you keep on This is how this pod works. I bash you all the time. Even if I'm wrong, I (laughs) flip the roles if I need to in order to bash you. That's how this works. I'm right. As far as me and Casey are concerned, all right, you were wrong, and I said the stuff that was right, even though that's not what happened. That's, <laughs> keep, that's, that's keep what your really role happened. as a prophet going. Okay, I see. I see. But yeah, Cam, I mean, he posted Look. this long post, Carolina, about Carol, how Carolina gave up on him. So he's mad, and he's working. And they also, like, I feel like kind of let him on a little bit because he kind of waited a while, it, it seemed mm-hmm. like. It was almost like they were like, oh, now we got Bridgewater. Sorry, Cam. See ya. Yeah. So there's a better option. And, uh, I, mean, I, don't, I don't really like Kyle Allen. You think, I mean, they had Kyle Allen before. And so it's like, yeah, of course, we're going to keep you along. Keep you along, Cam. As soon as a better option came along. 
Um, so we got to talk about where Cam's going to go. Yes. Uh, first off, you know, will he sign before or after the draft? And if he does sign, where do you, where do you think he's going to go? Is he going to be a starter, backup? Yeah, okay. So we have also a new thing. We also we introduced this onto the Hometown Hero segment. New thing this year. It's called Calling It, right? Yes. And so basically what this is, is you can at any point throughout the season – you could say, I'm calling it, and you say whatever you think is going to happen throughout the year. But that the limit is it has to happen this season. And Yeah, yeah. my you, man Jackson was like, oh, Patrick Mahomes will make the Hall of Fame or something like that. I'm like, we got to wait 40 years to find out if that happens. It was, it like, was Russell Wilson versus Aaron Rodgers thing, but yes, correct. Um, so, yeah, we were like, matter. and Lucas was correct in saying that it should end throughout this year. I was that said that's right. So, um, Nothing new. and if you, get the, if you get it right, if you call it, you get it right. You get an extra win on your uh, win-loss record for our pickums. If you get it wrong, you take an extra loss. So um, you lose a point. Yep. So um, yep, yep, my yep. first call in it of the year for the first season two of the Gover 2 podcast is that Cam Newton will sign on a team before the NFL regular season kicks off. I think he'll sign with the team. That is not at all what you're calling it was. I wrote it down. What 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 do you have written down? I wrote it down, what Jackson. I said before Cam the NFL will, season Cam, kicks off. Cam will be a starter by week one. Oh, excuse me. Yes, he will be a starter. He will sign with the team and be a starter. That's what it was. He will be a starter by week one of the regular season. Okay? Yes. It's not going to happen. All right? I don't think. He's going to get hurt in the preseason or something. <laughs> Like, and that's possible. Like I, you have durability I hate, issues. I hate Cam's luck, man. I really hate Cam's luck. I really feel like he's towards the end of his career. You see it a lot of time in these in these quarterbacks that are good quarterbacks, and then just towards the end, they're just plagued by injuries. They can't stay healthy. Um, yeah. I wanted this calling it to be spicy. I could have easily said before the trade deadline, and I think that's really realistic, but we got to make it spicy. This guy. What? When he was saying it yesterday, he was like, I got to give myself more time. Yeah, because before I was going to say training camp, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does anyone really know who the start? I mean, training camp happens and it's like everything's open competition. I tell you, Derrick Henry ain't fighting for no starting position next year. All right. Yeah, but, but somebody's going to get hurt and Cam's going to get a call. That's kind of my uh, for training camp. Honestly, I don't have any ideas of where Cam is going to go. I, maybe, I really don't. Maybe L.A., maybe the Chargers. I mean, like, there's all this stuff. I think he's going to sign after the draft. I don't think anyone wants him until after the draft because there are agreed. There are some questions where it come when it comes to where some quarterbacks going to be drafted, specifically after Joe Burrow. We know where he's going. New all right. And then after that, we have like no idea what's going on. Uh, there's like all this Corona apocalypse stuffs going on. So like. Teams can't really interview in person with all these players and stuff. Yeah. They can't really work them out and stuff. There's a lot of problems going on in terms Agreed. of scouting for this draft, which is a week away. So excited. Yes. And I think it hurts quarterbacks, specifically past Joe Burrow. You know, like people talk about Jordan Love and some people are like, oh, he's going to get drafted by the Dolphins before Tua even gets drafted. And then other people are like, you're wild. He's like a fourth round man. 
So yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and interviews play a, a a big role in that. Bringing a guy in, working him out, seeing him throw, looking at his mm-hmm. footwork, like that. All of that matters. <clears throat> People rise and fall in draft stock based off those things. So. Well, that's like Jake Fromm, the quarterback from Georgia. I I can't stand him. I, in terms of as, of a player, as a as a guy, he seems fine. Um, right. I hated watching him at Georgia, though. Like I, I thought he was overrated, mm-hmm. and that might just be my opinion since I'm in Tennessee and uh, you know, Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but I really, I really don't think he's that great. But now they're saying that his draft stock is just shooting through the roof because his interviews are going incredible right now. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens there. But back to the Cam thing, Chargers, Patriots. Stuff like that. I would love, I would love for him to go to the Patriots. I think that'd be awesome. I think it'd be good for him. Not sure he necessarily fits, but I think it'd be good for him. Before Nick Foles, I would have said Chicago. You know, that's kind of a no-brainer. Also, another free agent that you, uh, Mariota, went over to Oakland, right? So I think that that takes away an opportunity for Cam to go. Um, It definitely does. uh, He could go to Jacksonville. He could go to Jacksonville. Uh, I don't think Gardner Minshew is definitely the quarterback future for for Jacksonville at all. I think well, you he's don't there believe to... in in George Span. You don't believe I, in the. I George? don't believe in the Jorts. I don't believe in the mustache man. I really don't. I think he's there to literally sell mustaches to the fans as they rebuild. That's it. You know, it depends on who Miami drafts. I think. Rebuilding. Yeah. It depends on who Miami drafts. If they get Tua, they're not biting on Cam at all. If they, you know, fall back in the draft and they lose their guy, who knows? Um, so yeah. we're gonna we'll have a lot clearer picture after the draft. Yeah, we're also next week in our pod episode. We're gonna do mock draft. All right. Yeah, it's our draft episode. It comes out on the day of the draft. Isn't that beautiful? It's a great time. It's a great time. We might have to release it a day early. Yeah, because you know, some people. Need time to listen to the episode, Jackson Jesus. Uh, but what what are you thinking about Cam? Like like like, I literally can't. I can't just be like, I really think he's going to go there. Like I have no idea. I, I have no idea either. I think big time candidates are um, uh, the Chargers for sure, um, because it looks like they're going to go with Tyrod Taylor. Last time a team wanted to go with Tyrod Taylor, they got replaced by Baker Mayfield. I can easily see that happening. I can also see the Patriots. Um, unless, you know, Bill Belichick makes a big move in the draft. Um, I can see hey, them bringing Chargers, in camp for tank a workout. For Trevor. Tank for Trevor, brother. Tank, tank for Trevor. But, That's right. Um, or Jackson. Play Tyrod. Um, it just kind of depends on, on, on what team is, is all no. in. No. I don't can see say it, Jackson. What? Don't. No, that can't happen to me, bro. Bro, you don't want to be in the same division as Cam Newton? No, I'm, I'm talking about, I thought you were talking about, I said Tankford Trevor, and I thought you were talking about, or Jacksonville tank for Trevor, and I was like, don't do it. I could it. see that too. I, I don't want to play too. him. <laughs> I really could. I could see that happening. Um, the Colts are going to pick him up. Um, Pittsburgh, unlikely candidate. Depends on Ben Roethlisberger's health. If he has some issues, I could see them looking for an outside help. Um, so you think he's going to be a backup, even though you called it for him to be a starter? Yeah, I think he's going to be brought in as a backup. Well, nothing's going to happen until after the draft, clearly. And then um, I don't. I think he'll be brought in somewhere right around training camp because someone inevitably is going to get hurt, and he's going to get a call, or he's going to get a call beforehand say, "Hey, we want you as insurance in case of blank." 
And if he's willing to accept that, that guy gets hurt, maybe he outperforms him at practice, then he becomes a starter. Um, but I yeah. think I'd actually like him to go to Miami. Yeah. I, I think I'd like that because they're going to draft someone. And even though I don't necessarily want his characteristics in terms of his personal traits to rub off on my franchise quarterback, right. uh, he might be able to help him a little bit, you know? Yeah. Bring in a guy like Tua. Maybe he is, he's a little hurt and you don't want to play him. Play Cam. Yeah, play Cam for a year. Let Tua learn the offense and let him learn the structure as you're rebuilding. Don't throw him out there, you know, in front of an O-line that uh, is not the best at the moment and, you know, could re-enter his legs super quick. I like that. I, I like him going to Miami. If they have the cap space and they draft Tua, you let Tua sit for a year. But then again, you want to sell tickets. So it's it's uh, it's up to it's up to Miami, but I feel like it's going to be one of those scenarios. Um, sign as a backup, or someone gets hurt and he gets a call. Other than say, other than the L.A. L.A. I can see saying, "Hey, you know, if we can get you, come on over," because we don't really believe in Tyrod. Right. Um. So let's stay on the so let's stay on the quarterback train, right? I, like I feel like the trains. NFL is always on the quarterback train, and honestly, it's a little yes. aggravating to me. But you, it's just the most important guy on the field, so you got to talk about him. It is. Um. So we got to talk about Chicago, right? You, yes. Uh, you said earlier we we're going to get to that. We're there. All right. We've pulled up to the we've pulled up to the parking lot. It's time to walk in. Okay. <laughs> let's do it. Trubisky versus Foles. All right. Yes. Who's who's going to get the start, Jackson? Boom. Give it to me. Immediately, Nick Foles. 100%, without a doubt. You think so? I actually believe more than that. I would call that more than the Cam Newton. Um, but, yeah, Nick Foles is going to get the – I mean, he's got the resume. He's got the pedigree. Yeah, he's coming off an injury. But Mitch Trubisky was highlighted last year many times as being the worst quarterback in the league. Terrible, awful. At the end of the year, he kind of had a little bit of a resurgence, started playing a little bit better. Um, but I think if you don't have Trubisky, I think if you – like if, if Foles – number one, if Foles is not injured and you replace Trubisky with Foles – Last year with that Chicago team, I think they're a playoff team. Well, with that defense, I can't really argue with that. But at the same time, like I'm gonna say that Trubisky is gonna get the start. Really, uh, he might not last. The reason I'm gonna say that is because I see a little, I see a Mariota Tannehill situation oh, happening okay. again. You got your, you got your quarterback that you drafted first overall. Right? Yeah. He, well, I don't know extremely if he was first round. He, like, he, he was a top five pick. Yeah. In the he first was round. Pick. Yeah. Um, so you've got this guy, you've got huge draft pick invested in this man, and you want him to be the future of your franchise because of that, right? Right. Like, you, you don't want to look stupid. Um, he's also younger than Foles, so he could be there for a longer term. In terms of like yeah. building up for your franchise, it's a way better deal for him to work out. And if this is his last chance, like you got to give him that last chance. Okay. You, and also another thing is I feel like he is hyped up in the in training camp every year and in preseason. Yeah. I, I'm always reading articles around that time of year, and it's like Mitchell Trubisky is just killing it. And then the season starts, and my man can't throw a five yard out. But uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like in that scenario, you could be correct in terms of first two games. Okay, we're gonna go with Mitch. And if he stinks it up, then we're going to replace him with Foles. Um, 
But I, I mean, I definitely 100% believe that, I mean, even before the midway point in the season, um, Foles is a starter. I think he's a starter before week four. Um, Lost his job to Garner Minshew. He got hurt. Like, and then came back healthy. And but how healthy can you be coming off a clavicle injury? Romo came tried to come back off a clavicle injury like twice in Dallas, and he just wasn't the same. It takes a while to get it takes a while to get back. I Jacksonville's a terrible team, terrible locker room, and everything, terrible management. I can't, I can't stick up for them. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I mean, yeah, I, but I really do. I mean. The starter is going to be Nick Foles. If it's not by week one, it's by week four. Right. I. I mean, I think Foles should be the starter because I'm not a Trubisky guy. But I just feel like I just feel like there's so much invested. It's the same thing with Marcus. Like, no, you're definitely. Like we right. had to start Marcus. Yeah. Like he he, he was going he was going to be the starter. You had to give him that last year. little. Okay, dude. Come on, get it together. If you can't, we're pulling mm-hmm. you. Yep. I, I, you're um, correct in that aspect for sure. So, I think I mentioned something like four seconds ago about terrible management. Yes. All right. You, you want to get into some terrible management, Jackson? Oh, lay it on me. Learn me something. All right. All right. All right. Question of the week. I like questions. Is Billy O crazy or is he crazy smart, okay. Jackson? Okay. This is a meaty, he, meaty topic. If he's crazy smart, then I am just brain dead. No, I, right? I, I, I 100 firmly, 100%. Dude's crazy. He's absolutely crazy. And here's why. I didn't need these trades to happen to tell you he was crazy. Let's <laughs> let's rewind. Let's go all the way back. Houston versus Buffalo. Wild card round. First round of the playoffs. Here we go. Bill O'Brien has an opportunity to win the game at the end. But instead, he Instead of running the ball up the middle to get the first down, he calls it a pass play. I think I think this was what happens, right? Um, he calls it a pass play, or go, no? He goes for it on like fourth and two in his own territory, and instead of punting the ball away and ending the half quickly, he goes for it on a rollout with Sean Watson. They don't complete, and Buffalo is able to get an easy touchdown. There was like two or three situations of this. I can't remember exactly how it happened, but he mismanaged. So many. Yeah, he mismanaged the end of the game at Buffalo, and had it not been for um, Josh Allen literally choking out of his mind and fumbling the ball and like and losing thirty six yards of offense in two plays, had it not been for that, <laughs> Buffalo would have. Sean Watson. Buffalo would have stole that game. All right, in a row. Literally gets hit perfectly. All right. Yes. Everyone's like Deshaun Watson. He's a magician. He's so good. This man. If I mean, if you if you get hit from both sides at the same time, like you're gonna stay up. Yes. Like I, like I listened to the XGM of the Titans talk about it, and he was like, I mean, he he got hit from both ways at the same time. They just kind of cancel out. Those two guys fall, and then Watson, Science. you know, <laughs> keeps going. You know. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> but my problem with Bill O'Brien like goes back to. He runs the GM out of town because they didn't get along, and then he's the GM. So now he's coach and GM. I already don't like that. Okay? Yeah. Um. Next up, you've got uh, the Laramie Tunsil trade. Gives up so much draft capital 
for a left tackle. And I understand he thinks that that is a, a pro bowl or not a pro bowl because the pro bowl is a little misleading An all pro left tackle. Right. Right. And I think he even made the pro bowl this year and he's good. I, he's probably more of a right tackle for me. I don't think he's quite good enough to be a left, but yeah, like he's a good player, but they just gave up so much for him. And they, then they got Kenny Stills also, though, but I still just, I felt like it was too, um, and then you turn around, all right? You go right. through the year. He's making all these mistakes throughout the year, including Jadavion Clowney, which now kind of some people are like, maybe it wasn't a mistake. Like, he wanted 20 mil, and no one's giving him 20 mil. But uh, Right, but what'd he, you get for him? Exactly. He didn't, didn't get nothing. Really get he was the number one overall pick. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you were just talking about, like, what we talked about with Trubisky. You have so much draft capital in this guy, and you're going to give him up for I can't remember what the deal was, but I mean it didn't. It was, was kind of like really they got they got Clowney for cheap. Seattle did, mm-hmm. and they and then, made uh, it pretty far in the playoffs because of it. And then you got it was a this man choking in the Chiefs game. I think I you know people were like the Chiefs are amazing. That's right, but there was some bad coaching that led to the Chiefs coming back on them for bad decision making, game <clears throat> mismanagement. That was another thing with the Chiefs. He's he's about to go into halftime up 24-0, right? There's two minutes left, and instead of running the ball, he decides to go for it on his own 20 and gives the Chiefs a short field. All of a sudden, they score, like, and they just keep rolling. And then before halftime, it, they're down by four points, and they could have gone into halftime up by 24. Yeah. And then you got <clears throat> the newest trade, all this stuff that he's done, all right? So this man literally traded DeAndre Hopkins, the best wide receiver in the league. When I saw that flash this, up on my phone, I said, there is no way this is true. All right, does, does anyone else disagree with him being the, the best wide receiver in the league? Oh, no. Best wide receiver in the league. Okay. This man's hands are ginormous, all right? Yeah. I mean, I feel like if you have that conversation, it's him or Julio. Yeah. OBJ is like, not there anymore, so he's kind of fell um, off a d- degree for me. So, like, you basically trade DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson, injury-prone, stupid contract. All right, Older running back. Branding, yeah, and and you for Brandon Cooks, who's had some injury problems lately, and he's been traded like 16 times in the last two years. Right, and those guys were and on separate no. teams. The DeAndre Hopkins deal was it was yeah Hopkins it, it was and, through. It was through some stuff, but this is basically what it is. All right, okay. he yeah, lost yeah. more draft picks, lost more draft picks, lost DeAndre Hopkins, gained David Johnson, gained Brandon Cooks, and he gained some salary cap room to get Randall Cobb. Yeah, that's essentially what those those two trades equal down to. Right. Yes. My my biggest problem number one is he has lost so much draft capital. Yeah. It's like he doesn't care what happens to the team in two years. Right. Didn't you say he doesn't have a he doesn't have a first round pick this year? Excuse me. I don't think he has a first this year or next year. And I'm not sure if he even has a second this year. Yeah, so he's not picking until you know He's got there's some wild stuff going on. Like, yeah. like he gave up he gave up a lot of stuff. Um And DeAndre Hopkins. And DeAndre Hopkins. The best wide receiver in the league. <laughs> so for those that don't know, the deal with the DeAndre Hopkins thing is like DeAndre Hopkins came in and he's like, I'm making 13 million. I want 20. Okay. Yeah. Billy L said, we're not going to do that. So he trades him. I don't 
really know David Johnson's contract, but I want to focus on the wide receiver aspect of it. Yeah, David Johnson's contract was a big problem for Arizona. Yeah, so Hopkins wanted $20 million. He's not going to get it. Randall Cobb and Brandon Cooks together this year are a $17 million, a $17 million cap hit, okay? Yeah. So first off, I just want to say, do you think one DeAndre Hopkins is equivalent or better than Randall Cobb and Brandon Cooks? DeAndre Hopkins is yes. DeAndre Hopkins is way better than those two. I, I think it. I think it's way better, right? Yeah, like it impacts agreed. your team a lot more. Um. So this year it's seventeen million. So it's like, oh, okay, three million. You know, less than what it would have been. Brandon Cooks and Randall Cobb are pretty good. I can kind of see Don't you're trying forget. to build like a Kansas City deal where like you got some speed, you got Brandon Cooks, you got Kenny Stills, you got yeah. Will Fuller, all fast guys, gazelles, right? And don't forget the extra seven you pick seven and a half million you pick up off David Johnson's contract. Because that was part of the trade. David Johnson, they the Arizona got to offload David Johnson's contract. Right, 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 right. I'm, yeah, but I'm just focused so, on the wide receiver so part because I want to make the comparison with the wide receivers. Right? Okay, go. I just, I just, I just didn't want that to be forgotten. It's an extra. I, I got, I got you. I got you. Next <laughs> year, though, Brandon Cook's contract goes up, so him and Randall Cobb together are 21 million. Yeah. So you could literally have just kept DeAndre, found a halfback in free agency, Melvin Gordon, for super cheap, who's healthier. And can do just as much as David Johnson, although David Johnson averages like 10 yards per reception or something. Um, I will say, when David Johnson is healthy, this man is a machine. You know, he was up there competing for best running back in the NFL for a couple of years. Like, he was playing extremely well. Yeah, but he's just, he's just so injury prone. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're the most injury prone team in the league now. And they it's are. like, you don't know, like, Will Fuller already, like, the past two years has been a ghost on the field because you can't see him. He's usually not there. Yeah. David Johnson, probably going to get hurt. Got hurt. Deshaun Watson is probably just crying in his room every night thinking about losing DeAndre Hopkins. He could throw the ball between his legs and spin around in the air, and DeAndre Hopkins would catch it one hand. Wouldn't yeah. even look at the ball. He'd be blind. And when you have a guy like that who's literally taking double coverage every play, it opens up the rest of the field for your other guys. Now, now they have a better complement of other receivers. If you take DeAndre Hopkins out of, the, out of the equation, I mean, you look at their receivers. If all of them are healthy, you potentially have a decent group. I mean, you, you got speed. Will Fuller, right. Randall Cobb, Kenny Stills, and um, who's the other one? I'm butchering it, and I know my friend Aiden's going to absolutely hate Brandon me. Cooks. Brandon, excuse me, thank you, Brandon Cooks. So, <laughs> we just talked about him in the trade, duh. So you have those four guys. I mean, together that sounds like a good compliment. The question is, can they stay healthy? Yeah. Well, like, like I understand it. Like it makes sense. Like you're getting more, in theory, you're getting more bang for your bucks. You're getting more people on the team. Like it makes sense, but I don't like it. I don't like it either. And I can't stand the whole draft deal. I'm not yeah. a thousand percent on if they have a second round pick or not, or like you know, like. But I, they've just gave they've given up so many draft picks, and I understand why he's made all of all of his moves. But I just don't like the thinking behind it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. With and you. that's fine because you know what, Deshaun Watson's not going to want to be there anymore because apparently Billy L's a douche. All right. Um, DeAndre Hopkins came. Apparently, it came out that he said some stuff to DeAndre Hopkins. Um, 
and some other players have complained about him in the past and he's working two jobs and so i just don't see i don't i don't see the texans being the team that they have been in the division for much longer there's too much going on with that coaching job I mean, you can't effectively do a head coach and general manager's job if you're doing both at the same time because you're not able to donate enough time necessary to be an elite head coach nor to be an elite general manager because you're devoting time to both both tasks. Because to be an effective and a great head coach this league, I mean, you got to do what Bill Belichick does, what Andy Reid does. I mean, you're 120% married to the game. And, and they also... They also just lost another big lineman. So I wonder – so they lost two linemen this year, if you count Clowney and, and this guy. I wonder if they're just like, J.J. Watt's not going to be here much longer. Deshaun Watson's about to leave. Like, it's time to sell out, and we got to try to do it. We're just going to go for it. Yeah. I mean, and they were on the cusp of it last year, right? I mean, you're in the you're in the divisional yeah, round. Yeah, you're yeah. up 24 nothing against the Chiefs. Texans, Texans weren't going to make it to the playoffs. They'll play the Titans next week. They weren't going to make the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. They'll play the Titans next week. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're, you're right. I'm just saying they're on the cusp. They're right there. How many times have they been in the divisional round or the wild card round knocking at the door? So maybe they're thinking, hey, this can get us up over the top. Um, but I think you're right. They I can't mean, win a game in the playoffs. They're so bad in the playoffs. Yeah, the, here's where I, where I completely agree with you on the draft capital thing. How many times have we talked about We just talked about it a lot in the Hometown Hero segment YouTube video. How important is that draft capital in terms of a window to win a championship? Because in a day and age where you're having to pay your quarterback and they're going to have to pay Deshaun Watson, you know, if, you, if we're getting ready to pay Dak 38, ask, imagine what Deshaun Watson is going to ask for. Um, it's going to be upwards of 40. So in a, in a day and age where you have to pay your franchise quarterback an exorbitant amount of money, excuse me, and not being able to devote the same amount of resources as before to your other positions, those draft picks become that much more valuable because you have a window of two to three years to win a championship in this league. And that has to be, if you drafted well at key positions, if you have a franchise quarterback, if you have a number one receiver, do you have a defective line and do you have a pass rush? You have to check off all those boxes in a three-year window and those draft picks become important because you can't have all those pieces with paying those top-tier players at the position at market value you have to have effective ones that you drafted and so not being able to have that draft stock that's going to hurt them later on the down the line so they're going all in if they don't win it in the next two years three years it's a bust and you're rebuilding for 10 i just i feel like the odds of that are are super low right now anyways for the next two to three years just because you got the titans the Colts have Philip Rivers now. Like you can't just you can't just look at that and be like, oh, they're not they're not going to be good, right? You know, like their offensive line is monsters. Marlon Mack's good. Ty Hilton's an animal. They drafted Paris Campbell. There's no telling who they're going to get this year. You know, right, right, right. Um, Jacksonville still has some studs on defense, even though everyone wants to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so they're rebuilding, uh, and they'll be nasty in like four years. Nah. Just- Nah. Bad management and stuff too. They always choke. They, they, they were in the to... AFC Championship and they just threw it away, man. It is wild what happened to them. They they had a, a, a the top defense in the league and they're in the AFC Championship and we're a quarterback away from being in the Super Bowl. 
You know and what happened to him? Choked <laughs> so bad. You know what happened to him? That old, that old Derrick Henry stiff arm. That old Derrick Henry yarder just put the put the whole yo put him in a coffin. Put the whole team in the dirt, man. I'll tell you what. He threw a kick me sign on the back of Ed Reed. Not Ed Reed. Excuse me, Earl Thomas. That would never happen to Ed Reed. Frankly, I'm just sorry that wouldn't happen. Speaking of great times. Yeah. It's time for your favorite time. Is it really? In the pod, Jackson. Gonna, it is. Okay. Um, 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 we're taking or leave it. Okay. Um, okay. I, I had one more thing I kind of want to talk about with Brady. Um, maybe you have, maybe that's in your, okay. Maybe that's in your take it or leave it. Okay. Go ahead. Never mind. I'm sorry. Uh, what's up? You had something about Brady? What's up? Yeah. Yeah. I was. Oh, um, wait, wait, wait. Let's do take it or leave it first and you can touch up on it. And on we can end, circle back. Okay. Yeah. We'll circle back after. Because you, ne- you never time. know. We might have been on the same wavelength. I think you might be right. Okay. <clears throat> Anyways, Woo, it's time for take it or leave it. All right. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, this is a time where I think of like five statements, questions, whatever. Sam to Jackson, he has no idea what's going on. Uh, and then he just off the dome gives us his answer if mm-hmm. he takes or leaves it. All right. See where I got the name? It's wild. Crazy Isn't name. That crazy? You know what? Don't know how I came <laughs> up with it. Um, so first off, Danny Dimes. All right. Okay. Okay. You picking up what I'm putting down? I'm picking up. Okay. Danny Dimes. Can elevate the Giants into playoff contention. Not necessarily like 100% make the playoffs. But this year? He will be good enough this year to put them in playoff contention. Hmm. Here's here. Okay. I'm going to take it, and this is why. For terrible, one reason. Terrible. For one reason, bro. Terrible division. It's a terrible division. I do it. <laughs> it's a very bad division. I mean, so if you listen to my hometown heroes video, I got to get enough promos <laughs> on the video, by the way, guys. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I talked about the Cowboys free agency, and it ain't looking pretty. And, um, you know, we lost our key center and uh, Travis Frederick in that. Uh, lost a couple other pieces. Uh, it was a magical opportunity last year for us to walk away with that division, and we just choked it bad. Um, I'm looking at the Eagles, injury-prone. I mean, but they won the division last year with the practice squad. Who knows what happens next year? Um, we're definitely weaker this year going into the year than we were last year for sure. I mean, you don't have to worry about the Redskins. I mean, come on. Me and Lucas had a full episode where we just – bashed on the Redskins organization for what they did to Trent Williams so um, and how they treated him. So it's a super easy division. I know the NFC is tough, but um, they also picked up Jason Garrett, and Jason Garrett's going to be their offensive coordinator. And Garrett, he's not a good head coach, but he's a good coordinator. If he could focus on one side of the ball and just do his thing, he was a good coordinator for us for several years. And I feel like he's going to have it out for us um, for getting rid of him. And rightly, he rightfully should, even though it was the right decision. I begged for it for we were a year too late in doing it. Um, I'll tell you what, man, we have beaten the Giants. I think it's like eight and two record against the Giants in like the past like four or five years. We're due for a 0-2 year, and I think this is the year. Um, so them getting two free wins off us, they'll get two free wins off the Redskins. They're going to split the games against the Eagles. They're 5-1 in the division. I haven't looked at their schedule, but I'm willing to bet that with a healthy Saquon and a a uh, little more mature and experienced Danny Dimes and a new coaching staff, they might just get lucky and do the damn thing. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I think they're going to be a playoff contention. So, <clears throat> so I don't think necessarily that Danny Dimes elevates them. I don't have a hundred percent, 
belief in him to like t- for him to take his game to the next level. But you yeah. got Saquon Barkley, you can do anything. You can do anything you want. <laughs> yeah, that's all. all right. Yeah, I don't. To answer your question, I don't think it's because of Danny Dimes. I think that other factors are going to allow them to be in playoff contention. I hear you. Um, so my actually next thing was related to the Giants again. Okay. And Coach Clapp. All right. Take it or leave it. Coach Clapp will get revenge. Take it. And obviously you think yes, because you already Take get. it. Take it. I just said it before. I think we're I think we're gonna go 0 2 against the Giants this year. Yeah. I really Look at do. Jackson going going outside, go, going past the question. All right. Doing his own thing, answering other questions. He didn't even know I had him. I didn't right? even know, but I answered it already. Uh I think we're going 0 2 this year against the Giants. We're long overdue for it. It's like a big old earthquake. It's it's destined to happen. So um Um Yeah. So next thing is pretty recent. McCaffrey signed a new contract, like sixteen million a year for four years. Very recent um, yesterday. So I want to know is Christian McCaffrey underselling himself? Because Ooh. the ex GM of the Titans um came out and said that that was a they, they got a crazy good deal on him. Like they got a really good deal on on. I think McCaffrey, McCaffrey would have benefited greatly from waiting on Derrick Henry. Um, because I think if Derrick Henry signs his deal that he's going to sign, right? He signed his franchise tender, which is great, but I think they're going to get a, a, a deal done, hopefully. Um, I mean, McCaffrey, and you explained in the, in the episode previous, he gives you a lot more versatility than Henry. Obviously, Henry was a wrestling champion. Henry is an incredible runner. The dude's stiff arm is literally like rated 100 on Madden for a reason. Um, he stuck a kick me sign on the back of Earl Thomas. But McCaffrey just allows you to do so much more. I mean, I think, didn't he have like a thousand receiving yards and a thousand r- rushing yards or something ridiculous or so dude. many receptions? Like, yeah, he's a video game, bro. He's literally playing a video game and we're all in his. And I think he, he just gives you a little bit more than Henry. Um, um, just in terms of where more he's able to do. Um, but he is the highest paid running back in the NFL right now. He set the standard, so Henry's going to – I think he's going to want a higher deal. Um, yeah, I think he so undersold himself just a bit. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, like, so, so, like, is he underselling himself? Like, Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> I think he probably could have got 18. Because I, I also think – yeah. I think he's also the Panthers franchise right now. I think uh, he could have got a longer deal. Like yeah, his, his rookie deal and, wasn't up yet, anyways. You know what I mean? So yeah, but I've also heard like some players really want that four year thing because they think the market will reset every four or five years, so they want to be eligible for a re up to go into their so end they can career. get that money. Yeah, I understand that. I feel that. So, but yeah, um, I think he sold himself just a little bit short. Yeah, I, I think he did too. With where uh, Carolina just, is right now. Well, it's just wild what he can do, and I don't know mm-hmm. why you'd want to stay in Carolina. I guess he's trying to be a good guy, but. I mean, hey, props to him. You become the highest paid running back in the league. You're also helping out your your other team contractually. You get to say that you were the highest paid at one point, and it's not like you're it's not like you're making scrap money. You know, it's sixteen hey, million a year. Making, yeah, he's picking up that Luke Coop. Luke Keekley contract. Yep. Almost said Coochley. <laughs> Casey's out here dying in the truck. I guarantee you right now, bro. Um. Anyways, uh, fourth one. Okay. Okay. Uh, the Packers. Uh, there's two underrated questions. Uh, the Packers are being underrated at the moment. I feel like the Packers like you know, made the playoffs, and I feel yeah. like they're just flying under the radar right now. Ain't no made one. The NFC Championship. Ain't no game. one talking about even Aaron Rodgers. I feel like ain't getting a lot of 
a lot of airtime right now. It's kind of weird. I'm, I'm, I'm telling not you what, used man, to that. They ain't liking Matt Leffler or Crasson. I don't blame them. I don't like them either. <laughs> or whatever it is. I don't like them either. Yeah, they are. Um, so what was your question? I'm sorry. Are the Packers being underrated right now? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think any team that's in that was in the NFC Championship game the year before and has not been talked about making a lot of noise, maybe that's just part of Green Bay culture. And, I mean, there's not a lot going on right now. Um you got Aaron Rodgers going into the second year of his of Matt LaFleur's offense. Um, surely they'll be better. I mean, they made the NFC Championship game, right? You found your running back in uh, Aaron Jones. Um, so uh, curious to see what happens. Hopefully Devontae Adams can stay completely healthy and get that turf toe fixed um, and, and, and keep moving. I mean, you won the division. You, you, you know, you were number one. I think the number one overall seed or number two, or number two maybe. Um yeah. See, no one cares. No one cares about the Packers right now. It doesn't matter. No one's talking I think, about it. I think, yeah, I think they're, I think they're being a little underrated right now, also, and I think it is partly due because of their coach, and partly due because Aaron Rodgers didn't exactly do Aaron Rodgers stuff last year. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Is he kind of tapering off a bit? I mean, it might be. Hey, you know, Max Kellerman wants to talk about the cliff, but he might need to set it in Aaron Rodgers' plate instead of Brady's. Just saying. Max Kellerman always wants to talk about the cliff, but here's the thing. If you talk about the cliff enough times, eventually you're going to be right. He's just waiting for that day. That's true. He's like four years in a row now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's he's just waiting. Uh, Last one to the Brady thing. Let's see if we – you might have been thinking what I had already thought. Okay. Um, Tom Brady. Take it or leave it. Tom Brady will be the first player in history to win the Super Bowl or at least to play it, I guess, in his home stadium. Oh, is is it is it in Tampa this year? It's oh in my Tampa. Gosh, that is one the of stars the stars have aligned. <laughs> Wow, wouldn't that be crazy if that happened? If he goes to Tampa, com- you know, like completely, like he shocks the nation and where he decides to go. He has Chris Godwin, he has Mike Evans, Bruce Arians, the stars align. They change their uniforms. He's literally trademarking Tampa Bay. Okay, he traced. <laughs> he's seeking a trademark for Tampa Bay. Okay, so I mean, and Chris Godwin gave him his number and everything, and for the Super Bowl to be held in Tampa, wouldn't that be crazy? You beat a story. You beat out Drew Brees in your own division. You beat out Matt Ryan, who you beat came to against twenty eight to three against in the Super Bowl. You beat Bridgewater. You go through the NFC, which is an absolute gauntlet with the defenses that they have in Seattle and Chicago and San Francisco, and you host the first Super Bowl, you win it, then you ride off into the sunset, take your guaranteed cash, give them a Lombardi trophy, and stick it to Bill Belichick. It sounds like too good of a story for that. I'm going to have to say, take it. Let's do it, baby. Let's go, Brady. Oh, take it. Oh, you trying to you trying to add that into into a, a bet? Jackson, Absolutely not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sounds too Yo. good to be true for that reason. Probably not going to happen, but I'll give him the little extra uh, love from the Go For Two podcast. I'll give him that good juju. Yeah. I got it. Isn't that wild? Um so, like I said, I'm not exactly sure if a uh, if a team has played in their home stadium. I don't think so. And hosted it, but they would definitely be the first to to win it. And yeah. that would be crazy. First to host it, first to win it. Yo, insta insta goat. All right, he's already the goat, but he would be he would be instantly goaded best player ever. of all sports yes. ever. 
no one can no one can say nothing. He might just he, they just might go ahead and do the damn thing. I don't know. Um, and, and that brings me back to my circles me back to that one thing I want to talk about with the Patriots, and I talked about it briefly in my in my response. Um, do you think Bill Belichick was a big factor in Tom Brady's decision to leave? Yeah, for sure. I think I think you know we knew how that relationship was going. Um, I believe Brady has even said things, um, or it's been reported that Brady has said stuff about uh, Belichick's negligence when it came to getting him weapons. Yeah. And so I think he wanted to go somewhere where maybe he was a little more appreciated, somewhere yeah. where he had the chance to uh, to prove himself. You know. Yes. I think so too. I think that's a big defa- big factor. And man, wouldn't that be a crazy story to go to Tampa, win the Super Bowl in the home stadium, and just capitalize his career with a big exclamation point at the end? It'd actually be wild. It would. It would really be wild. That would be insane. Absolutely insane. He's got to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, though, to make it perfect. Wouldn't that be something? Belichick gets Cam, and they make it because they have a defense, right? You got Stephon Gilmore, okay? Maybe they add in a weapon or two, and he just he just comes in and brings it in, and he, he beats Belichick in the Super Bowl. That would be absolutely wild, man. Absolutely wild. But guys, thank you so much, man, for listening to episode one of season two of the Go For Two podcast. Thank you guys for coming out and giving us a listen. We're back. I don't know if we mentioned it before. We mentioned the Hometown Heroes video. Um, we're back through the rest of the of the season for the Super Bowl. Um, we will have an episode every week, you know, extenuating circumstances allowing. I have an episode every single week until the end of the Super Bowl. We're going to go big this season. We're making a big amount of episodes. Um, hopefully trying to make it to right around 40 or so. I think that would be insane. Uh, trying to bring you guys some entertainment during the Corona apocalypse. Okay. Give you guys some good, uh, good entertainment. You guys can listen to it in, in the car, wherever you guys are at, at home, stuck in quarantine, doing your thing. So um, again, please go give our, please follow our YouTube channel. We're doing the hometown hero segment separately every week. Um, me and Lucas are going deep diving into hometown heroes, really expanding on that because we wanted to be able to add a little more, uh, time to this show for some different topics around the league, but we also at the same time wanted to really focus on our team. You know, the two best teams in the league. You know, so if you yeah, guys the teams wanna... that we really care about. That's right. No, so we're, we're allowed to do that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So um, please uh, go ahead and and, and follow and, and like uh, subscribe for that, so you can uh, get that content each and every week. So we know that there are some people out there that definitely like to see it. Um, so yeah. we need comments. We need comments, all right? At the beginning of every week, all right, just like last season, don't mm-hmm. start reading off the comments, all right? Mr. Casey's going to be first, all right? Because because he's the best commenter, all right? That's, that's because facts. Because he has seniority over everyone. But, um, you know, if you if you got a good one, even if you're bashing us, all right? If you tell Jackson he's got a big forehead and, it's true. That, yeah. and that I'm obese, you know, I mean, you're just stating facts, right? They can't hate you for that. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.